Getting Works podcast. Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting Works, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. 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 I have no idea what ski means. Um, when or you put your feet the proper... in too long and you go down a, a snow, you can also do it on water. You ski. Ski ye? Is that what ski-y? you Is that the noise yeah. you make when you hit the ramp? When you when you take off, you're like, I'm gonna ski. Ski. There it is. Yeah, ski. That's what we is. figured out ski today. We figured yeah. that out. Uh, you are welcome. It's Thursday. I'm Mike. Thursday. Can I have a drink yet? No, you have to introduce yourself first. Yeah, okay. Now you can Absolutely. drink. Now you can drink. Okay, sweet. So what are you drinking? You know what? This is a classic for me. I haven't had a Modelo yet, so I feel I, great having a Modelo right I now. I love a Modelo in that particular bottle with there's something magical about the foil. Yep. It makes me feel like I'm in like a, a restaurant. Like, I got my luchador. I feel like a fancy boy. Luchadore. Um, I... I'm bowing down to go with the IPA gods. Uh, I'm doing Mad Trees Seeing Colors, Hazy IPA. See, uh, I'll be creative next week. It's the first of the new year. I figure yeah. I'm going to start with something simple and easy drinking. Don't don't uh, don't think that you're not creative because you're drinking a Modelo, dude. Like, there's nothing like... I don't need... I'm an IPA guy, but most IPA guys are obnoxious. Like, I follow a bunch of, like, beer pages that are all about, like... How obnoxious is your wife not, your wife not told you that you're obnoxious? Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying okay. that's, that's why I'm drinking this. But um, I cut my lime too big for my. We're getting some lime spray back. Oh God! Do you put the, the thumb? Do you do the thumb deal or you just absolutely? Push it with your, there you go. I was I was a young kid. No, do you do? Some, some people do the thumb and the. No, no, no! Hang on, I'm not turn? getting there. I'm getting there. I had a little bit of a splash. You gotta wait. If you've done it, you know you gotta wait. Yeah. So when I was a kid and watching from a distance, this just sounds terrible. This is going to sound this like my could father be, This could be the best outtake. And not even an outtake because it's live. But God, that could be amazing. Is that what I'm I would ride? see my father have a Corona and he would always do that cool thing with his thumb. And I was like, I'm going to have me a Corona someday and learn to do that with my thumb. See, I remember one of the first times trying it in a bar and I sprayed it. it didn't go well. Overflowed. And now, then when I think you, of it never looks good thing, when you're a 21 year old kid. 
oh yeah, no, I put it in there. I turned it over real fast, let it go back down, and so oh, and then you gotta do that oh, on a bar, and that looks terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, worst. it looks like a douche. How did you like react the first time someone did the uh, the swirl their beer on yours and tap the bottle on top of your bottle? Assholes. That's oh, brutal. Man. That is an asshole. That's I dropped my beer. Care. I just let it go. <laughs> I was a bottle of Bud Light. I remember it distinctively, and I was in like my early mid twenties. Somebody did the swirly and the pop, but I just my my brain just went drop it. Yeah, you know now that you mention it, that's if you know someone's about to do it to you, that's the best move because then they look like a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already look like a dick, but if they're a, but then they're a dick who has to replace your beer. A little bit of foam isn't going to make them pay for a new beer, but if they make a scene in the bar, oh, they're yeah. buying you a new beer. Mostly because a glass That's bottle a is either going to break or it's going to smack the ground loudly and do that that slide oh. clangy. <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, Even if it doesn't oh, yeah, break, yeah. it's going to be noisy as fuck skittering Did across you that, that fucking the, bar floor. I, I, I've explained this to people. It's crazy that after all these years, if I'm in a restaurant or a bar or something and I hear a glass drop or a glass break, I know what kind it is within, like, I, I, I 90% of the time I know what kind it is. Yeah. You know the sound of a martini glass compared to a pint glass, the explosion of a heavy pint. I, um, I would, I would, I would yeah. put stemware together. Like, I couldn't, I might, I, I wouldn't put myself in a situation where you blindfold me and I could sell champagne flute from martini glass, but that thinner, tinnier glass versus, yeah. like, a, a pint, absolutely. Absolutely, I could definitely tell the difference one hundred percent. Oh yeah, and a rocks glass is. Oh yeah, is usually thunk. you get a thump and thunk. did it chip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's usually not going to explode, but it'll crack. So, you're drinking Modelo. I'm drinking a hazy yep. IPA. I've got my uh, yes. my Bucky's my Bucky's glass. Mm. Cheers, straight from the bottle. Cheers. Mm. So, what's your shot? What's my shot? Well, yeah. Are, are we gonna get to that? Oh, we can do the shot now. We, do you want to do the shot? Whatever chaser, you like. or do you just want to do? A, let's just do a shot, and then we'll do a shot later with the. Setup. You're the host. Why don't you tell me what the hell's going on? Let's do a shot. So if we're doing let's a do ran, a shot, if we're doing a shot, I'm gonna do a random shot. I'm gonna, since I'm not doing it with the chaser yet, I'm gonna do one of my collection of random shot bottles, airplane bottles I've been collecting here. I have some airplane bottles over here. All um, right. Is there a place we could just like let people send us little mini airline bottles? <laughs> I don't know if we want to encourage people to send alcohol to us through the mail. Yeah. I'm well, eh, maybe, but um, I'm not putting my address out there like that. We'll have to look in like a PO, probably a PO box or something for I'll that. I'll put kind your of thing. address out there. Don't worry. Um, so I'm going to give you just the caps, and we're only going to go with two bottles. I'll go with three since you're going with three. All right, so I'm gonna give you oh, the one. Kind this of isn't beer. really gonna be the whole show. What else are we talking about tonight? We're just getting drunk. So, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're gonna talk about video games. But okay, so I'm covering the logo. Talking about old video games, classic. The I'm covering history. the logo on this one because it totally it's it's the logo for the brand. So I'm just showing you that much of the cap. I feel like the white bottle is something Malibu or something rum or it's something cream. You're not gonna put. Something I, I I know those type of bottles. Let, let's give you that. Let's get some dairy in you. Go with that white bottle because I feel like there's some dairy there. Well, yeah, they always put dairy in in non clear bottles, and usually these white bottles. This is um. What is it? it? Can't believe I fucking. Sh- I just like shook it before I pu- showed it up. Pulled it up. Pulled it up. Showed it to you. This is Vespertino Tequila 
crema. Interesting. Tequila crema, silver tequila with fresh okay. dairy cream. I love tequila, bro. Nothing you've said sounds appealing all of a sudden. You know the best word? Fresh tequila. Dairy you cream. lost me at crema. Because crema. Natural on... flavors and caramel colors. Yeah, yeah. Something with a sour cream base. Perfect. Sour cream. I mean, yeah. It can't, it can't be worse tequila. than ranch soda. Every crema I've made. Uh, has had sour cream as a base. Mm. So, Here doing Vespertino tequila like? cream. What do you like? Three bottles. Let's go with the one, one in between. One, two, three. Two. One, two, three. Two. Oh, it's a pink boy. Is that Pink Whitney? That is Pink Whitney, New That's Amsterdam. Pink Whitney. I know I know. I've never had it. What the hell is Pink Whitney? I've that, never had it. I think it's like... Oh, it says pink, pink lemonade. lemonade. This vodka. isn't going to be bad at all. This yeah, it's like pink lemonade vodka. It's made by Barstool Sports uh, Hockey Podcast, Spitting Chicklets. There is a uh, hockey helmet right there. We'll, we'll read the, See, read, you know read the fucking label. It's on it's Barstool Sports, Spitting Chicklets. It's all right there on the label, buddy. That's a See, lot of work to do, buddy. Vespertino That's a lot tequila of work to do. crema, yeah. silver tequila, and fresh dairy cream. It smells like I'm gonna use it as a cleaning product. Oh, oh no! You okay? Does this expire? Hold on. Well, first off, it's got Wait, a does nice. That say it's got a nice little Abdul- booger there on the bottle. See that? That little, that little like something. Why is there a dried... bottle booger? How old has that been? How old is this bottle? Well, it's just the How sugar it in the top of the yeah. bottle. Does this have an expiration? Tell yourself that. It? No, it doesn't. Just drink it. It's, For all of us, just drink it. We don't care if it's expired or not. It's 30 proof. If it's expired, if it's expired, more ratings. That TikTok clip's going to go, bud. All right. Ooh, can we just have you drink expired milk one day on the show? No, we're not doing Aww. that. Damn it. I'm getting to the age where milk is starting to fuck me up anyway. I used to love milk. I used to drink gallons of milk when I was a kid. That was Ew. always the thing I would Ew. drink with a meal. It was a glass of milk. I don't like milk. I, I don't. I grew up loving I, milk. I feel like I feel like we were forced to milk as a weird government conspiracy. It was a lot of stuff with the farming thing. The dairy. Like, yeah, yeah. But who's the first guy that decided to drink milk? That guy's a pervert because he laid down and. Ah, 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 ah. Um, I doubt, I doubt no? he laid down under the cow the first time somebody harvested milk to drink milk. You don't think he, you don't, you don't think he drank it from the squirted it? You don't think he took it from the tap? I bet it was probably a, a learning curve on the first time somebody <laughs> a drank learning milk. Curve. Well, I would yeah, think yeah. the first. I would. I okay. I think of <laughs> humans and how we approach things, and I think of yes. somebody the first time they saw an animal drinking another animal's milk. Yeah. I could see the first attempt of them just going to cut the udder off. Like, hey, there's a milk bag inside of this animal. Like, I, that's that's where I could see, like, early, like, early, like, man, early man? Am I, am I, oh, man, I'm burying myself on this one. Um, I've never driven, I love the country. I love a good picket fence rolling on hills. Yeah. I've never seen a cow with a calf nursing and gone, God damn, I want some of that. Yeah, how do we get some of that? I'm going to cut that udder bag off. Are you serious? No, not me personally. I'm talking about primitive man. I'm not talking about me How you saying about I want to cut nipple? the udder off. Where's the almond nipple? I don't know. Now, uh, so here's the thing. Lots of almonds. Lots I, res- of nipples, I, but... I, I respect however your milk. 
I, Mike's I'm going to say something to. offensive because he's telling you he's going to respect you. Yes. Mike's I'm, about to tell you something Milk offensive. I'm open to. You want to drink almond milk, soy milk, rice milk, great, whatever. Most I of have time vanilla you're almond milk for my cereal. Vanilla um, almond milk for the cereal. I respect yes. that. It's when you start getting into the other dairy product, like vegan cheese, I don't understand. Yeah, um, no. So it, it never works the same. I understand. Like, you don't want to eat dairy. You don't want to eat animal byproducts. Okay, I get that. Just don't eat cheese. Just don't, don't you know, you, you just don't get cheese. But anyway, before I alienate uh, any vegan listeners that we have. Uh, oh, Vesper God forbid Tino. we lose our one vegan listener. Ves- <laughs> Sorry. Vespertino tequila cream with the booger on the bottle. That booger was probably a living thing that just hurt our vegans' feelings. Oh, and the cream, that probably came from a cow. Oh, my God, that poor cow. Do it. Do it. Pink lemonade. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what that tastes like, 100%? It reminds me. (laughs) You look like you were tricked. Were you tricked? It's not bad. No? like... They could have marketed this a way better way. I feel like they missed the yeah. point on this one. They should yeah, have... the word crema. Right, like, I understand your cream because you're trying to, you know, trying to do Spanish, you know, crema. Ooh, yeah, tequila yeah, yeah, crema. Yeah. I get that. But that gave me a much different impression. This is essentially like churro-flavored Ooh. moonshine. I got churro immediately cinnamon sugar i love a churro and i haven't gotten many churros uh my best churro i remember my best churro like do you mean the leaving best churro the stadium that you had or made best churro i had i never made a churro okay the fuck you think i am I, I i just i'm talented but i can't make a churro okay i can cook a great steak apparently too underdone for you um we were leaving the stadium for the New York Red Bulls game who play in New Jersey. And one of the supporter group leaders from our Cincinnati, New York, uh, our, our New York based Cincinnati supporter group, Auxilio one said, okay. you've got to come meet the churro lady. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, come on. on. She's always out after the games. Auxilio one. Is, is that, is that the person? It's, it's another supporter group. Okay. I didn't know. Just the like person. the pride. Deanna Stott. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I was Auxilio. like, this is my homie, Auxilio yeah, One. It's one of, yeah, it's one of Elon Musk's children. Auxilio One and EYX. Oh, thank you very much. I good. feel proud about that. That was very good. That was a good one. Anyway, um, so yeah, we went outside, and there's basically this lady who has what I would say would be like a caddy's bag, but on the back of it is a rack of all these fresh-made churros, and she keeps going out to the food truck. The family loads her up. She comes out and meets everybody at the stadium steps, and they were churros about like, I mean, it was my forearm, and they were absolutely delicious, and they were fresh made, and they're like a tradition up there after the games that they have these fresh made churros at the bottom of the steps waiting as you leave the stadium, and it was the best thing about New Jersey. It was the only great thing that I remember about New Jersey. You get a churro on your way out. Yep. Now we lost our one vegan New Jersey listener. Yes. Thank you very much. If, if you're a vegan from New Jersey, this episode might not be for you. Can you picture a vegan from New Jersey? Combine those two attitudes, and you know they'd always be talking about it. It's like CrossFitters. Jesus. Oh, now we lost our CrossFit people. Sorry. 
This is just the <laughs> alienation episode. If you, if you liked us before, hang tight. <laughs> Give me time. Yeah. I'll get to you in a second. Yeah, we got plenty of time to run everybody off. So, thinking about that. How was your New Year? It is the first episode of the yeah. New Year. What'd you do? Do you still party like we used to in the bar days? Or did you stay home? And were you awake for it? So, five years ago, <laughs> ten years ago, my New Year's Eve, our New Year's Eve, was working. We worked. <laughs> I were I was I worked. You know that's what we did on New Year's Eve. We we worked. We closed the bar. Not just we because... made that we made that month we made that month's rent. Yeah, like not just because like oh no we have to work. Oh it's terrible. Our job's making us work. We got paid like motherfuckers on New it Year's Eve. It did suck though that everybody else would always have these plans, and you just eventually everybody stopped asking you because oh, yeah. everybody knew. Yeah, your Fridays and Saturday, like yeah, I didn't have Fridays and Saturdays in my early thirties. And... My my wife, who at the time was my girlfriend, has like about three or four New Year's Eve photos in a row that I'm not in. And I together, was there when you all met. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure she probably spent an early New Year's Eve with you when you guys met, and we poured champagne into a pyramid of glasses that ran down into a pizza kitchen and things like that. Man, do you it... remember that tower? Always, always. I just, it, it, the tower anywhere that you see the tower it's the most nerve-wracking thing the tower if you ever see a champagne tower at a new year's party just stand next to it and wait because something's more than likely gonna go wrong oh yeah i mean it's like it's worse than jenga someone should make a game of like plastic champagne glasses and it's like a thing of jing it's don't take my idea but it could be like reverse jenga you're it's a game where you're building because I've built a couple of those towers, and they're a bitch. And then once you try to actually pour and see all the glasses fill, and then watch it spill down the cabinet. I think you're onto something. And then spill onto the floor, and then it gets on the floor, and then all of a sudden the pizza restaurant below you starts yelling because champagne's coming down their walls it's from the bar upstairs. flooding into the pizzeria <laughs> through the walls because we spilled an entire tray. Um, and then we just started hammering champagne. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, like well, great. We're just. I like my I like my reverse champagne flute jenga. Well, I think you're on to something. I think service industry, a service industry balance game. I think about like the old school games like Barrel of Monkeys, where you got a barrel and a bunch of plastic monkeys, and you. I don't even know how you play Barrel of Monkeys, but I know there's a plastic barrel and some fucking monkeys. So. Oh, there's terrible bar games you could come up with. Well, no, I'm thinking your game specifically. You get a game where you get a plastic tray yeah. and a bunch of different sized and weighted drinks. There's like an old fashioned, there's a martini, there's a margarita, uh, maybe there's a side of fries. And you roll a dice, or maybe several dice, to see what goes on in your tray. Here's the things you have to carry, and here's yep. the distance you have to walk right. with those things. But you'd have to make some kind of, like, gimmick. You know how, like... You ever seen the game Googly Eyes? You have nieces and nephews, so I didn't know if you ever saw it. It's a kid's game. You essentially put these glasses on that have, like, swirly lenses to make it difficult to draw a thing. And then you do Pictionary. You're like, hey, draw a boat, but your glasses are all... You put these glasses on, they're all messed up. So you're, you're drawing all squiggly and crazy because of the glasses. That's what I'm saying. That's what the tray... For the game needs. What if you did it with It needs mushrooms. like a wobble. They eat mushrooms and then just Not carry drinks. <laughs> and try to draw. I don't know. 
No, you were saying it gave you googly eyes. So you take, but that's what I'm saying. The game has to have some kind of mechanic to make it difficult. Like maybe the tray has like a wobbly center where, where while you're holding it, it's going to shake in your hand no matter what. Yeah. And that's the thing is you got to see how far can you carry the tray one-handed. Did you ever compete in one of those bartender competitions where you like got to walk with it and serve? And I, di- I did. I never one. did. By the time I discovered them, I was helping people get into them. I was, like, managing a couple bartenders that were really, really into that. So I was like some of the obstacle course ones or craft cocktail ones. The craft cocktail ones. I've never been to the obstacle course bartending competitions where they're, like, bar back three buckets of ice up ten flights of stairs or something like that. I did one down at a uh, very popular boat dock in this area, mm-hmm. or a yacht club. If I say that, even though it wasn't a yacht club, but if I say it was a yacht club, you'll know exactly where I'm talking about. That's not just here, though. I, but go, go ahead. It, 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 I mean, it got destroyed recently, if you remember, from yeah. a, being hit by a barge. But um, So I was down there for a competition, which was the weirdest bartender competition I've ever done. It was round one was go up and speed, speed free pour as close to an ounce as possible and hit the line Um, like blind, you know, boom, ounce. Then you rush over and you pop five bottles open without knocking a bottle over. And then you crush a can of Red Bull and open five more bottles. And I, I nailed the crush. I nailed the the Red Red Bull. Bull When you say crush a Red Bull, drink a Red Bull. Absolutely, yeah. because as a bartender, you live on Red Bulls, and that was their whole thing: was you got to open five, get a Red Bull, pop back into five, and then you're done. And yeah, which Red Bull did you drink? Regular, always regular. Really? You sugar-free people are fucking crazy. See, I drink sugar. I, I, say, I drink sugar-free. Why? You know why? And it's funny why. When we worked at the bar, it's probably not. What was the rule? What was the rule about Red Bull at the bar? We employees. never had it at the one bar. For employees, what was the rule for Red Bull at the bar? Oh, how many we could buy? Not how many we could buy, but which ones were we supposed to drink? Oh, yeah, no, I never listened to that. I, I, I was a young <laughs> I was a young bar back cutting my teeth in the industry and, and like I drank a ton of Red Bull <laughs> and applied myself to that rule. It changed the way that I drink Red Bull. A regular Red Bull is too too sweet for me. It's too sugary now. Like I like I don't like a lot of sugar in my drinks anyway. I drink my coffee black. I I, I like beer and, and things. When like that. When did you like turn fifty? Flavors. What happened to the guy who was that young bar back that I knew? He Fuck. he drank too many sugar free Red Bulls. But because I drank yeah. so many sugar free Red Bulls, that now is the one I prefer. Like a Monster Energy, I'll drink the regular one. If I drink a Monster Gross. Energy, which isn't very common, I don't drink but, any energy drink except for a Red Bull. End of story. But if I, but if I'm what I'm saying, if I went for any other energy drink, I would not go for the sugar-free version. I hate Diet Coke. I hate Coke Zero, Pepsi, all those sugar-free sodas that fake sugar yeah, tastes yeah. Like shit to me. Except in a Red Bull. Weird. I don't know. Um, Weird. I wanted to touch on. By the way, for you folks that are wondering, ninety percent of what we talk about, we never had planned. This no. is just. Yeah. No, especially this Red, one. Red Bull debate. Red Bull no. debate. Yeah, we didn't see that one coming. What's funny, though, is you had said about the, the yacht club that wasn't a yacht club. And and yes. what I learned when I went on my honeymoon is, is that's not just that here. Well, that's not just here. I don't know why mm. dive bar and those kind of bars oh, they, call they themselves yacht clubs. Oh, they say yacht club clubs. even though it's not. We went to oh, one yeah. in Asheville called the Asheville Yacht Club. 
and it was you 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 have to pay a dollar to yep. permanently be a member. Once you pay that dollar, they have you on file, and you never have to pay that entry fee again. But you have to pay a one dollar fee one time to be a member. Uh, once you get inside, it was like a tiki bar, but a punk rock tiki bar. It was fucking oh, nice. incredible. Nice. Fucking amazing. Uh, but it was called the Asheville Yacht Club in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, you know the best thing that I remember, and this is just a random thing, and wherever you are, I don't know if you have a bar that does this, but or if you've ever seen a bar that does this, because I can't think of any other places, and it was one of the coolest things, was they would have the cook-your-own-steak night. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They would have multiple grills set up, and you would show up with your own meat. And I forgot what it was to buy time, buy your evening on that grill but you could cook your own fucking steak there yeah. bring what you wanted and sit down there and eat and that was such a great idea it was really cool i always love this kind of an interesting night an interesting night can make or break a bar if you have a a, a good themed evening yeah, like yeah alexandria brewing company shout out uh they do five dollar wings on wednesday five dollars They'll eventually sponsor us. What's their burger night? Because I need uh, another one of those Thursday night. Thursday nights is burger night. Damn it. Oh, yep. yeah, because it was one of the nights that I dropped off. That sounds like a segue. Uh-oh. That sounds like one of the nights when I dropped off some sodas to you. But I would like to go to their burger night one night, and uh, we should grab a burger. We should just get to do an episode from there. Before we do a podcast. We have done an episode of a podcast in a brewery before. Yeah, that was an interesting thing to do, uh, doing... We, we, we ventured into live podcasting one time. Yeah. Um, I've the- seen and been to live radio shows and bars. No one ever is that interested for talk no. live. The show usually do, does their audience. They usually achieve their minimum goal. If you think about MP, MPV goals, minimum, primary, and visionary, when you set goals, they probably achieve whatever their minimum goal is. But it's never do a like, podcast in a brewery. Yeah, it's never that's like the minimum the, goal. The perfect like, oh man, people were rip snorting, laughing and stuff. Usually, because a lot of the podcasts I see do live podcasts, they sit at a table or or at a booth with the handheld microphones. I, I think what's and this isn't me saying I want to do this. I think what's missing from live podcasts is like the musical element the multimedia element i feel like like do something you hear yeah see this happening uh no fucking chance ladies and gentlemen writing a musical no fucking chance i do want to write a musical and one day i do want to do a cover rendition of just a gigolo the mike man cometh by david lee roth what's that no you you know that song just a gigolo by david lee roth everywhere i go People don't know why we're saying the. It's a song where you go boozy, boozy, bop, see, bop. Nothing. You we're a lot know. closer to a musical podcast than you guys thought. It it's might happen coming. one day. Here it comes. Now I would do a musical episode of this, 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 the broadcast. If we could figure out a way to put it on YouTube, just the thing I could record in my house. Absolutely. Yeah. Do I want to go do a live musical thing on a stage? Absolutely not. I was in a band would, for half of my fucking life. I would pay money to see Mike, the one-man show, in musical form. Oh, man. See, and that's the reason I love doing podcasting is... and The no, reason I'll hear. never do a Go band ahead. again is I don't, is I don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinion. 
You're different. It, it's different with a podcast because we have a conversation. What do you mean I'm different because it's. I don't view the. I don't view podcasting with somebody as as angrily as I would view being in a band with somebody. I don't want to be in a band with somebody anymore because I don't give a fuck about their view, vision, or opinion. I want to talk about that AEW games this, more. I want to do this kind of riff and I want to do this kind of song. Good for you. I want to do. I want to do something that makes money. Fuck off. But podcasting is different because it's having a conversation with a friend. Because we're fucking banking right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But there's. But there's not like with a podcast. There's not that pressure to perform a song. You either play the song right or you didn't play the song right. That's. I think that's where I come to a heads with it now. I think the last time I ever played in a band live on a stage. I don't know if you were at that show or not. It was with people that worked at the bar and restaurant that we worked at. I don't know if I ever saw you perform live. We we played one show at the... I started a band with like two people that worked there. Uh, our friend Casey was in the band. Yep. We played one show at the Madison Theater. And nice. my, my wife, at the time my girlfriend, even commented, the guitar player fucked up at a certain point during a song. And it was a cover song. And from what I was told, it was very obvious by my face and my body language that I was mad at him for fucking up on stage. And that was the moment where I was like, ah, you know what? Like, nah. I never held my emotion well on stage. I would get pissed about things. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happens. So yeah, I dropped off some sodas. I saw you so, avoid it. We talked about Alexandria Brewing for a second. We're eventually going to get a sponsorship or something to do with them, or at least them to send us a new beer to try, I'm sure. The goal is a beer. Ooh. We, we do a beer. That's the goal. We make a beer? We, we partner with a company. That's long-term spitball goaling. Spit, Thirsty spit, Thursday, the beer? Spitball goaling. TT, the beer. TT, TT, TT. Sorry. Never mind. Um, TT. TT, oh. the beer. Thirsty Thursday, not TDs. Not TDs. TDs. Oh, my God. We'll set set that as a long-term goal, is making a beer. So we've got two sodas left in our soda adventure. Uh, For those of you not a privy to this, over the past six weeks, Brendan dropped off a six-pack of Lester's Fixin's sodas if you ever been to it was mike's christmas present a uh, and he he doesn't appreciate it oh we, we've appreciated it for several weeks and we're still appreciating it but if you ever been to like a weird grocery store a jungle gyms and seen like the wall of crazy sodas that's a lot of those probably come from this company are you uh, telling me i can get you more crazy sodas at jungle gyms you know i didn't say that i didn't say that at all it's a notepad again it's a fucking notepad so we originally started with six bottles. We are down to now two. Uh, we are down to pumpkin pie soda, which pumpkin I feel is going to be quite delightful. That I, one won't I, be I, as bad. I don't see this feel, being gnarly. You've gone through everything I was the most worried about. Well, no, there is one. The one that you're about to buffalo chicken wing soda. I'm you should have saved some ranch chicken. to put on it. You should have saved some ranch to put Yeah, how do you get chicken in liquid form? flavoring and so we've done peanut <laughs> butter and jelly <laughs> we've done peanut butter and jelly which was okay it, it, to me it tasted okay. like bubble gum did not taste like peanut butter and jelly yeah. we did uh sweet corn sweet corn sweet corn 
which was which surprised me and I was surprised by the fact that you were surprised that you enjoyed it. Yeah, kind of. it went with whiskey really well. It was one of those. It was a, it was a novelty that wasn't a gross novelty. We did uh, bacon, which I stand by to this to this day. Fake bacon flavor is never good. I, I, you can't do fake bacon properly. It always tastes kind of like dog food and kind of like, yeah. like, 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 like a dog treat. Uh, we did. Oh, and then we did fucking ranch soda. So ranch was the worst. Did ranch end up being the worst? Okay. Originally, when you had the bacon, you were pretty sure the ranch wasn't going to be worse than that. The ranch changed and, my mind. And the fact that you found something that was really brought me a lot of joy. And I, I want to thank you for that. So the, the ranch soda was particularly bad for two reasons. Yes. You, yeah, it's got to taste like ranch because it's called ranch. But you made a beverage with buttermilk flavor. You specifically brought flavor. up the buttermilk. I just remember buttermilk coming up with you a lot. It tastes like fucking feet. <laughs> so buttermilk and dill tastes like feet. dirty. Tastes like dirty feet smell. Like, do we have a uh, reference for the dirty uh, feet? You ever sucked on a toe? Not you don't have minute. to answer that on a live broadcast. Not in uh, a minute. But if you have out there, I'd I assume. Assume. What if it? It probably tastes like that. Yeah. What if it was my, my toe? What were you doing? Never mind. Okay. Go ahead with what you were doing. Your parents watch this show. I'm flexible. Sorry. So, do you have a coin? <laughs> uh, I feel like I have a, bo so we I have, have a bottle cap. We have number have one. And we have number three. I feel like I can roll this dice, but we might hit a streak yep. of me hitting numbers we've already done. That's not. A, that's not a coin. Bottle cap. You don't, have, you don't have one coin in your house. You don't have one coin next to you. No, I've got dice and I've got weird soda. I mean, I've, I've got, got beer. I've and got coins. They're in the bedroom. You want me to walk away to the bedroom and you do a monologue? You Go want to start a, a monologue about the story of Mike? People of the internet. You, well, he you gets that coin. No, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna get up. I We're want you all break the wall to think to think long and hard about the people you love and the people you buy things for. And when you think about those people, I don't want you to buy them any of this shit. Uh, these past four weeks have been a trial on my stomach and on my tongue. Uh, it's a wonderful journey, but it's either going to go very well tonight. Fuck me. He must have went to the bank. He's back. Did you get a coin? He has a coin. All right. So, so you have a coin. We're, we're going to call this... You're muted. There he is. Oh, I, I did magic, too. I mean, I disappeared. Okay, sorry. Anyway, coin. Flip it. Right. So, hold on. We, we got to say... We got, that's what we got to do first. Hold on. We got to do... We got to say... So, let's say... Why am I out of breath? You would think, like, my place is huge. Okay, chickens have tails. So, we'll do <laughs> buffalo wings, tails... Tails. Pumpkin pie is heads. So heads, pumpkin pie. Egg. Heads, pumpkin pie. Tails, buffalo wing soda. What happened to just doing the states with the coins? 
I'm so confused. Now, this one is a Northern Mar Mariana Island. I almost said Marinara. Mariana Islands uh, quarter. As you can see, Mariana Islands. Okay. Uh, I just, that's the tails. So, okay. And, ah, nope, dropped it. Hang on. There it is. Now, heads, pumpkin pie. Tails, buffalo wing. People of the internet, it is tails. That is tails. That is heads. We are getting buffalo wing. At least you get to end next week with a nice, hopefully nice, pumpkin soda. So. Tonight, however. Pumpkin pie. Back in the back. All right. Come here, beer. We have pumpkin pie. No, we have no pumpkin pie. We have buffalo wing. Hey, so. by the way. You you got something of mine over there? I already drank. I that. need you to, I need you to protect your wife, protect that from your wife if you don't mind. Brendan left a bottle. I'm not worried of about you here. I'm not worried about you drinking it. All right. Buffalo wing soda. Buffalo wing soda. I forgot to cut a slice of orange. How are you doing? What's it smell like? First aroma. It's a feather. <laughs> That might have been one of the most funny, quick things you've ever said. It's... Okay, so... I get, like, the mm -hmm. tiniest hint of, like, hot sauce. But yep. it really just smells like orange soda. I don't oh, yeah. know if I'm crazy or not. Yeah, you should probably just drink it thinking it's orange soda. I want a big swig on the first one. All right, so... I want, I want you to drink it like you just came in from running a marathon. You need a... Kentucky bourbon, it's worth a shot. I've That's got my nice. cheesy shot glass that my wife got me. Uh, Fantastic. Buffalo wing soda. We've got the cheesy decanter my daughter got me. Wait, we're, we're just rocking. This is all, all dad gear. I set myself up with this FCC glass with some whiskey cubes in it, but it's not whiskey. It is some Milagro. I'm not a whiskey Silver. stone person. Why? It chills it out without diluting it. Yeah. Now, I know some dilution depending on the whiskey. But with tequila, I'm not a big fan of diluted tequila. I'll give you, okay. With tequila. If it was whiskey, I would add cubes. With whiskey, and I, I like the have... cubes, and I'll just keep adding. I'll pour a super tall whiskey with a little bit of ice and keep adding ice as it dilutes. I want you to watch, because next week, I'm going to have a very special something added to my drinking repertoire, and we will see it next week. It's on the way, and it is in that family. The chicken wing soda family? No, no, no. The Ice Cube family and also some sci-fi nerddom. We'll get to it then. Go ahead. All right. So. I need to be. I need to have Amazon taken away from me. Buffalo yeah, Buffalo Wing Soda. soda. All right. Get some gizzard. Mm, imagine if you're doing like gizzard shooters. You could drop a gizzard <sighs> in the bottom of that whiskey gravy. and then chug a chicken wing and some gravy. Some gravy shooters. All right. Buffalo wing soda. Here we go. What are we getting? All right, tell me about it. Oh, he's going back again.
the fuck is going on? <clears throat> There's no flavor. It doesn't taste like anything. Really? The littlest, slightest amount of heat is yeah. like the back of my throat. Like, the, like in my like, yeah. like I've got a little bit of like heat and tingle here. Yeah. But like it's I don't get chicken at all. If you would have if you if I would have given you that as a drink, you wouldn't have guessed chicken wing? Not at all. Really? What would you have guessed? Like spicy Just- orange. Interesting. Like a like a jalapeno. You know how there's like spicy energy drink. Hold on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hold on. There's something. If you start getting the chicken late, that's real bad. There is like a little garlic, like the tiniest, tiniest. Like no, not not like even in the taste, but like aftertaste, the littlest hint of garlic. I'm trying to figure out if I need a garlic carbonated soda. Look at it. So that one better probably, I would say, that one's the biggest surprise probably. Better than ranch, for better what than you bacon. Were expecting. Okay, well that's good. I could actually sit here and drink this whole bottle. It's slightly spicy carbonated water. But Interesting. There is no, there is no chicken. There's no chicken in there at all. And, there is no chicken in this beverage. And it's like false advertising, god damn it. What wing what chicken wing restaurant would you take somebody to who says, I want a chicken wing, but the mildest, like like, like let's say your grandparent or somebody wanted uh, wanted a chicken wing, but you know you didn't want to do anything actually spicy. So you're right. mild. Wherever that yep. would be, that's kind of what this is going with. Nice. Oh, you know what's always great? So weird. Go ahead. When you're watching your friend drink a soda that he's probably going to be disappointed with, and you suddenly get a message from Bet365 that your bet builder risk paid off. There you go. $41.25. Thank you, Giannis Antetokounmpo, for 30-plus points, and Victor Wembanyama for 15-plus points. The Greek freak. The Greek freak. I've gotten into NBA, man. It's fucking crazy. So you were telling me I, that's I, mainly because of I the have. I think so. That's happened a lot with me. I mean, games have introduced me to more things, I will say, at times. I remember being a kid when I got into hockey. There's not a lot of hockey on TV. You and I but used to playing, be watching and playing a lot of hockey. Yeah, yeah. But by playing the hockey game when I was a kid, I learned who the players were around the league. Mm-hmm. And... Games are, I mean, players are player specific. I mean, they've made little AI models of themselves, basically. So you knew who was fast, who was big. I mean, it's funny because I've been playing the NBA game so much with the Bucks, and I don't watch a lot of Bucks basketball. And they were on TNT tonight against the uh, Spurs. And it's funny just seeing people on the bench and knowing who it was, but I knew them first through a game. That's as what weird as that is the to say. The Braves the, and the, the Braves, and yeah. The, um... Phillies, the Phillies, the base Philadelphia baseball team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell how much you love them. I just bet. I just bet on Philly against other teams. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 that was the thing. Like, I just got into those teams from betting. Um, Yeah. And and that that's funny sometimes how a game. I've gotten the NBA two K twenty four game 
and it is phenomenal. It is the best. It feels like you have a TV broadcast going on. They're interviewing players on the sideline and coaches on the sideline and after the games and stuff. There's a halftime show that goes to live in studio with uh, Shaq and Charles. And, yeah, it's unbelievable. And they're analyzing the highlights and stuff. And it's it's fun. I've leaned into the Bucks the last few seasons on this game. I don't know why. I I like the color green. They're Midwest. They're a small market. Like I always, he I'm not said a big I fan. I like of, the color green. I don't know. Like it's weird. I don't know why I've leaned into. I, I like Giannis's story, uh, the Greek freak, and the dude is a all around like good teammate. And he's not. I, I hate LeBron. I really. I always have. I'm not a big LeBron guy. I like players who've played for the University of Kentucky, or I like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, the I like the small market. I don't like the big market teams usually. I, I they're all the assholes that get the good players who want to live on the coast. So I'm I'm cheering for the middle of the country teams. But also Indiana's too close, and I feel like I don't like them because I'll pass an Indiana driver on the highway on my day to day, and I don't like them. So see, and that feels Indiana's like, a rival. They're too close. They're a rival. See, that feels like the team that I should I would lean towards. If I was going to jump into an NBA team, it would be the Pacers just because, like, out of all the teams, I feel like they're the closest one I could go. Halliburton's a hell of an over on the points and the assists, usually. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, their point guard, hell of a point guard. Uh, Yeah, so I've got half of a parlay hit tonight. Uh, There's an evening game tonight, the Nuggets and the Warriors. I believe we both took a parlay in that one. But if the Nuggets win that game, I took the Bucks to win tonight and the Nuggets to win tonight. So that would be another win for me of $20, just doubling my money. I put 10 down on the Bucks and Nuggets to win. So I will say I've been a lot more successful than last week's parlay of the week. Ray Davis did not come up for me the way I wanted him to. Another hell of a game from Kentucky just seems to always be in shootouts and wonderful games. But my parlay of the week didn't hit. I don't know about you. Excuse me. Little burpee poo. <laughs> No, my, my, my parlay did not hit. My parlay... You're 0-2 in parlays since Parlay of the Week. you got to get one this yeah. week. You better have a good one, I swear. No, no. I, I'm 1-1. I, my, my, my parlays didn't hit, so I'm 0-2 right now on those. This week, the one that I'm going to do when we get to it or whatever is going to be on the national championship game for college on Monday night. Mine is as well. So is it? I'm eager oh, to nice. See <laughs> uh, Interesting. Okay. What yours is? Let's just do that now. So we're oh, talking about it. the parlay that we placed for this coming week, and and you and I both went for Washington at, at Michigan uh, Monday night. Well, not technically at it's it's in Houston. Yeah, they they still always classify in a way and a home. Yeah, yeah. For for those purposes, um, but we've got Washington and Michigan, and I want to ask you because. I, I'm probably the outlier on the two of us, but so what? What did what did you bet on for this game? I'm I'm for player props. Okay. I'm not I'm nothing to do with the game or the money line or the spread. I am a hundred percent for player props. Two from each team. Okay. Uh, I have because he actually paid me some money last week. The running back from Michigan, Blake Corum, a mm-hmm. hundred yards. And a touchdown. Yeah. And then I have the quarterback from Washington, Pinax Jr., 300 yards, 
and their receiver Adunze Adunze, one hundred yards. Okay. And that is plus four thirty nine uh, for those of you who are curious about the odds. But yeah, that comes out to plus forty nine, and that actually feels really really fair. That Pinex is a hell of a quarterback. Who's I mean, in college, three hundred yards is freaking nothing. And for a receiver, for his number one receiver to get 100 yards of that 300, it makes sense to me. And Blake Corum is one of Michigan's primary weapons. So if he doesn't get a touchdown, that would be shocking. The 100 yards should hopefully follow that, but we'll see. So I'll, as we said, I already I went with that same game. Yep. I, I went a little hard in the paint. I feel like this game is going to be oh. high scoring. I feel like this game yep. is going to be a lot of action. Yep. Uh, I've got over 56.5 points total. That's completely reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's going to happen. Over 56.5 points is going to happen in that game. Uh, I've got I Michigan. can see them both in the 20s. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I've yeah. got Michigan on the money line. Okay. Uh, so i got Michigan winning the whole thing. My I mother have... and father would be very dis- very disappointed in you. They do not <laughs> like... You want to hear a funny story real quick? Go ahead. My mother made a Jim Harbaugh voodoo doll. Really? It, mu- it must have fucking you. worked. No, no, no. When he was a quarterback, she was a lover of Elway. And That's when deep. Harbaugh, she still has it, and he's still got pens in him, but no. she would go after Jim Harbaugh because he was starting to come after Elway's title of the Brendan's comeback mom. king. And- <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Brendan, <laughs> I need to see and or get this doll. Next week, I will have a picture. Jim Harbaugh voodoo doll. I will see if I can't next week have a picture of it for you. I'm pretty sure it is there. My dad brought it up at Christmas the other day because that's the kind of shit we talk about. I love this. I Uh, love this more than anything. I I need to see this Jim Harbaugh voodoo doll. Mom, Dad, just send the picture if you can whenever you get a chance. Let's see if it's working or not because, like I said, I've got Michigan on the money line. So Michigan on the money line, over 56 Gotcha. Over 56 and a half, Michigan money line. JJ McCarthy for 300 plus yards from That's Michigan. the quarterback of Michigan. Yep. yep. And then Michael Penix Jr., I have at 350 yards. So it's not unreasonable. I'm 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 betting that this is gonna be a shootout. This is gonna be going back and forth. We're gonna be getting tons of yardage, tons of passes. I feel like Washington is on a on a big streak. Uh, earlier in this year, I, I had like three great bets on the three games in a row. They they won big for me, so I had a lot of luck with Washington. They're a fantastic big play team. Like they Michigan. will just come up with these huge plays. To dude, don't even talk about good about Michigan. They're players. undeniable. Are you kidding me? They're, Their they're coach gross. gets suspended, and they still they're gross. Hammer it out and all that shit. They're gross. I, I you, you can't deny greatness. You can't deny greatness. Just like people are talking greatness? about right now, you can't greatness? deny greatness. Yes! You, you can't even begin to start the greatness with GR until they win on Monday. And then the EAT would be if they win next season. And then the NIS could be three seasons. They're not even close to greatness. They're That's lucky great. to be where they are right now. They're not a dynasty. They're a... a They're better than most of the teams. Purple, Michigan. I mean, not Michigan. I'm about to say Michigan. Okay, there you go. So W. You're 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 hoping against Michigan. I'm hoping they got the money line. Um, As a personal thing, non betting wise. Yeah. 
I don't want Michigan to win anything. I want it to be a, the joyless place that it is. You want all of Michigan to be Flint. Okay, so we've got we just lost of, we just lost our viewer in Flint. We got our we've lost our viewer in Flint. Some of the viewers in Michigan, uh, vegans. Uh, what else was it? Um, it was New Jersey, New Jersey dairy vegans, farmers, Flint dairy farmers, Michigan. Fuck you, <laughs> and Lester, and Lester. Ah, you don't know liquid chicken, Lester. You piece of shit. <laughs> Call this buffalo wing. This is like the Mick wing. How this that didn't even soda, taste like a you. chicken wing. It literally, it literally is like, yeah, you want spicy, slightly greasy taste in soda? There you go. Like, I swear it tastes orange. I don't, I, I don't think they put orange soda in this. Like, I want to feel like they were more creative than just, ah, eh, put some hot sauce and some orange soda. But I'll yeah, be yeah. damned. I'll be goddamned. If this just doesn't taste it, like it, orange it, soda with hot sauce. Sun kissed and red hots. Red hot, yeah. It's probably the minute made. It's probably not even the sun. Well, man. Made. It's been a fun evening. Man. Do you want to touch on the Tetris kid real quick? You were telling me about this, and, and, and I want I want to know. So apparently, from what you told me, which I didn't know was possible, someone I, I don't think anybody did beat Tetris. Yeah, a thirteen year old boy is believed to be the first to quote beat tetris it basically hit a skill screen first off you're 13 what the fuck why tetris willis gibson a competitive tetris prodigy from oklahoma he's a competitive tetris prodigy okay the game froze quote i can't feel my fingers he said afterwards on December 21st, he put his hands to his head and rocked back and forth in an office chair. I've seen this video. The screen had frozen and his score read 9999999. The video just, it, it's, it, it's the first person to advance so far in the original Tetris puzzle version of the, level 157. For years, the limit was thought to be level 29. He hit Hold on. 157. 157? Yes. Holy shit. Willis got to level 157, reaching Tetris's, quote, kill screen, the point where a video game becomes unplayable because of limitations in its coding. How? In the video, when the game freezes, the screen reads that Willis had made it to level 18. That's because the code wasn't designed to advance so high. He has played Tetris competitively since 2021 under the name Blue Scunty. No, Blue Scooty. Blue I don't know Scooty? why I put an N in there. You called him Blue's Cunty? No, hey, I Blue's said Cunty. Scunt. Blue's Cunty. I said Scunt. Brennan, Brennan called a kid a cunt. Blue Scooty. Now, we, now we've alienated children. <laughs> Fuck those kids. And uh, Tuesday, he was just extremely excited. His Tetris journey started when he came across YouTube videos of the game. and He's 13. Uh, when did his Tetris journey start? When he was in his dad's balls? What do you mean his his Tetris journey? He's 13. That game is like, what, 35 years old? 40 years old? In an interview, he said it's really easy to start off, yet it's really hard to master it. Who are you talking? Who is he talking to? No fucking shit. His mother is a high school math teacher who says he does other things outside of playing Tetris, so it wasn't terribly difficult to say, okay, 
it was harder to find an old CRT TV than to say, yeah, we can. Wait, what did he? What did he play on? He played a Nintendo game version. Mrs. Cox bought her son a version of a Nintendo console called a Retro N, which used the same hardware as the original Nintendo console from a pawn shop, as well as an old cathode ray tube television to help ah, him get started. Ah, hold on. It was, oh, I call bullshit. So not actually on, not an actual Nintendo cartridge in a Nintendo machine. Correct? Uh, apparently not. Okay. Sorry. But it is the game. In a given week, Willis says he plays about 20 hours of Tetris. There is no story to that. How are you following 20 hours of... Mm, oh, my God. It's, that would just be unbelievable. I thought the parents said he did other things. The mom's like, he does other things. Not 20... He spends half a work week playing Tetris. What other things is he doing? Icing his hands? I'll tell you a few things he's not going to be doing in the future. Reminiscing on dating... Uh, man, reminiscing on the prom. Man, uh, no one was. Never mind. You played a book mod of world records of Tetris. Recon, recognized Tetris as the most ported video game in history, having appeared on over sixty-five different platforms as of October twenty ten. The Tetris game has been used in over thirty scientific studies, ranging from its effects on PTSD and brain efficiency to treating. I can't say this word, amblyopia, amblyopia, lazy eye, in parentheses is what it says. Amb- wait, how does it wait, treat lazy eye? How does that? You get so frustrated, it comes, now we're getting rid of lazy eye viewers. Jesus. So wait, is it maybe like, is it maybe like a, um. It also has been used in scientific studies to control diet and other cravings. How are you losing weight with Tetris? I don't know. No. Let's not... Okay. All right. Hold on. Stop. We gotta... This is me talking to the world here. Lessons from Mike. Just let video games be video games. Yes. Yes, they're good. They're good for hand-eye coordination. And, you know, cognitive thinking and problem-solving, whatever. Great. But let's not try to contribute video games to, like solving medical problems and all these things. It might be a good tool for that. The the functions of the game might stimulate those things, but I'm sure there's other methods that could do that. Let's just let, just just enjoy playing the fucking video game. Continue. Did you know that, and this is something I found out not too long ago, but it just reminded me of it. The Tetris blocks actually have names. No, they don't. I figured this would be something fun to leave you on. You You can look this up. Steve and Rob and... Kind of. Okay. So, the L piece that goes three this way, one up. That's an orange Ricky. No. The piece that goes this way and this way. An orange Ricky, like like the like a drink, like a lime Ricky or a, 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 a an orange. There was Ricky. a very old Tetris instruction booklet that someone found. An original Tetris instruction booklet, and this is from Twitter. You can see, okay. and in there, they have named the pieces. There's a blue Ricky. What's the blue Ricky? That's the 
instead of this way, it's this way. So like this way versus like like one's this way. Orange Ricky, blue Ricky. Oh, they just Cle go in different directions. Cleveland Z. No, it's called a Cleveland Z. Yep, that's a Rhode Island Z. That's a hero. I can't see the hero move. It's off camera. Hero is oh, okay. Just the bar. Just the four classic the, bar. Yeah, the bar. Yeah. This is a Tiwi. A Tiwi. And like, a Smash like, Boy. Like a T. A Smash Boy. No. Hold on. So yeah, that's your crazy information that none of you knew this week. You can Google it. You can check it out. I'm not lying. I didn't just make that up. But now I want to know Google, what happens. When what I is Google the name of the pieces of Tetris? Tetris Smash Boy. What happens? Do you get a square block? Tetris Smash Boy. Hold on. Oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Oh. We may have stumbled you upon something here. Uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. Because the first thing that pops up is Jeopardy accidentally uses fake Tetris block names in one of its questions. How is it fake? It looks like it was from a real instruction booklet. So Jeopardy, the popular game show, has been on the air for 35 years. Bup, 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 bup. Okay. Doesn't really flub it. Um, in a tweet from February, game developer Vishido made a photoshopped version of a Tetris instruction booklet where he no placed way. fake names, titles on the various types of blocks. The fake block names included Orange Ricky, Blue I was Ricky, fooled! Cleveland Ow. Z, Rhode Island Z, Hero, Tiwi, and Smash Boy. There is no fucking Tetris Smash Boy. It does not exist. The tweet featuring the joke Photoshop went somewhat viral, garnering about 12,500 retweets as of this writing. This was in 2019. I fell into a hole. And I fell into a trap that people have known about since 2019. Ah, I quit. I'm done. My so hold on. To Cut to October 9th. Somehow the joke names ended up on Jeopardy as part of the $800 question in the category Video Game Potpourri. The question read, the seven rotatable blocks used in this video game have names like Orange, Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy. So the answer is, what was Jep what, what, what is Tetris? And the clue yeah. was Orange, Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy. So. I have been bamboozled. Brendan has been duped by Tetris. Sick of it. Nintendo. We blame you. Um, that's all right. We all, we, all, we all get had every once in a while. But who hasn't been had is you, people of the internet. Uh, it's been Thirsty Thursday. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Lester, you put hot sauce in orange soda, bud. Whoever photoshopped that Tetris <laughs> manual, you're a dick. I fell it. You all right? What in the wrong you way? okay? Yeah, we're good. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Oh, when it comes back up in your nose, though, you really get the the, the spice. I guess it's Ooh. better than getting the chicken in the nostril. There's no chicken in that. I'm Brendan. I got duped. I'm Mike. There's no chicken here. We'll see you guys. We got drunk. We marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting worked. No G and get. 
Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work.